0: Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro-Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay. Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P, Claire, Jam today, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Roxy, Naughty and Nice, Buttepaid, Northern Sir, Mandapanda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Fire Good and His Good Boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, J Swiz, Mistress Velma.
1: Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Radically Bless, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Sunshine, Pumpkin Pie, Sir Scout and his good girl Ray, Miss Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, and To Be Better For Me.
0: Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons.
1: As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website.
0: If you would like to become a patron, You can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. You okay
1: now? Oh, shit. Where's my headphones?
0: (laughs) See, you're making fun of me and I was ready. Yeah, but you were yelling
1: at me to start and then you were like, don't do that. And then you did the thing that you told me not to do. And like, we should video this shit.
0: What? Why don't we video this shit? Um, because me yeah and honestly I really appreciate that especially since we tend to do these on Sunday mornings after <laughs> we've gone out Saturday night that I don't have to worry about hair and makeup and, I, and I'm not even wearing a bra people I mean I put on a bra but that was only because I was, had to drive right and it's at my house I don't leave the house so I don't have to wear no damn <laughs> fucking bra <laughs> I like not having to worry about hair and makeup and poor Dar just to, gets to see me all natural. I'm in the used wild. To it at this point. In the
1: wild. Your hair is kind of fucked up. Did you know that? Well, it,
0: that's because I got fucked up last <laughs> night. It looked good yesterday. I bet it did. And then it got messed up for all the right reasons.
1: This morning I was actually putting on eyeshadow and Daddy T was like, why are you doing that
0: just to go to rah-rah's? I'm like, "Uh, fair point. Listen, here's what I do. You're leaving the house. You're going to wear sunglasses. Nobody's going to see your eyes between your house and my house. But usually. You don't go, have to dress up for me. But I go grocery shopping when I. Um, on the way home then don't take off your sunglasses i've i've grocery shopped with sunglasses on no then you look like a I weirdo wear my sun sunglasses at night, at night so i can so i can grocery shop oh no no <laughs> anyway i have a special announcement oh shit right now you do Yeah, right now i have a okay. special announcement yeah this was not my idea this episode so dara can now do to me what i did to her last episode we recorded gross you out no, I'm not easily grossed out. Right.
1: So what What am I doing to you? Just talking over you? Yeah. Oh, well then sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you. I got my phone. I got my game. I'm good. Keep going. You're just going to pop in like I normally do, and you're just going to go, uh-huh? Yeah. Okay. What?
0: Okay. We <laughs> Okay. Never mind. See, we have totally switched. Now you're doing the crazy shit, and I'm giving you the death stare going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs>
1: I Which is what we happened more coffee. last episode. That happens every episode. No,
0: almost every episode.
1: Just about.
0: Sorry, continue. Very few
1: episodes I don't look at you like, what the fuck? I don't even know why I do this job anymore.
0: You love me?
1: It's the reason I started. I don't know if I love you enough to continue.
0: You love the attention.
1: Oh, yeah. There's that. I do like the attention, actually. <laughs> that is true. Although it's more of a pain in the ass than I realized it was going to be
0: yeah see I'm a masochist so all the pain in the ass is bringing me joy and pleasure
1: yeah I'm not that much of an emotional masochist it's just bringing me issues like the whole I'm tired I don't want to go to rah-rah's I don't want to see rah-rah I don't want to talk to rah-rah I don't like rah-rah right now and yet I'm here that's what I do every morning before recording no
0: (laughs) I mean I totally understand the not wanting to drive trust me I am grateful every time we have recording that we use my house to record in I'm, I'm but,
1: grateful on the times that I'm sick and we just have to do it over Riverside because then I don't have to leave. I, no, I
0: that part I understand. It was the you don't like me and don't want to talk to me part. Did I, I say did that like, part out loud? You did. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Okay, well, you talking about
1: all the shit that you talked about last time, which I'm not going to repeat, is what hurt my feelings because you just looked at my face. You saw that I was turning green and you continued to violate my sensitivities. stomach.
0: You mean when I talked about bodily fluids? And we're done. (laughs) Thank you for coming today. This is the end of our episode. Have you noticed?
1: (laughs) Have you noticed? Have you? You haven't even read this, have you? No. No. This one has
0: no bodily (laughs) fluids in it. Well, yeah. I noticed pretty much most of the episodes that you're like, oh, I want to really do an episode on this. Does not involve bodily fluids. You think? (laughs) I wonder why. I I don't understand it. (laughs) Go figure. I don't
1: remember what it was the other day, but Violet and they were talking. Oh, okay. I had a sinus infection, right? Like I do. That's
0: with fluids though.
1: Yes. So here's the problem. There was somebody who was telling me to use a neti pot. I have used a neti pot.
0: You should not use a neti pot.
1: Okay. So this person was telling me to use a neti pot. I was like, I fucking hate using neti pots. And they were like, I don't understand. And then my husband loved bug that he is is always trying to get me to use the neti pot and I'm like I fucking hate the neti pot and I'm complaining about this to our secretary violet and she says anyone that has listened to a single episode of this or knows you in any way should understand why you of all people do not want to use the neti pot
0: I am not grossed out by bodily fluids And I hate using the neti pot. It's gross. I had to do. So you can't.
1: No, there's no way. I throw up every single time I use it. But I had to use a nasal spray this time. Like one of the medicated nasal sprays. I threw up. Really? Yes. From using the nasal spray, I fucking threw up. Vomits a hard limit. Okay. Anytime that you you know how when they do this, they have to go get a COVID test just because like that's what they test for now automatically every time you have coughing
0: oh i didn't know that because i haven't had but i haven't had that issue my issues anytime i'm at the doctor's for my kidney that well, has nothing to do with covid
1: they test me for covid every single time because um, so they got
0: to stick things up your they nose stick things way
1: up your nose i gag every time oh, and i'm about to throw okay. up I'm every time
0: vicious. i gag when i have to like strep test because they got to stick stuff down my throat that doesn't you make gag, me gag you gag because they stick stuff up your nose i i'm they're not normally that related but okay have you met us?
1: We do everything opposite. So, I know. I'm just laughing. Sticking things up us in different places make <laughs> us gag, apparently. Except for the one in the same place, then we don't gag. Yeah, no. I like that. No gag reflex there, but it's only my nose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, enough okay. gross shit for today.
0: <laughs> we saw another episode. No, on. this
1: one... Okay, now this one I specifically have... Um, When you when you do the actual name of this, there's a specific thing that I want you to do. Okay. I want you to only write gore. Okay. I am doing an episode. I'm just going to tell you guys flat out about gore. Okay. Now we have referenced this before Mm -hmm. a couple of times. Yep. But not the gore you're thinking. Not the G-O-R-E. No, this one does not have an E. It is simply G O R E. If we were doing
0: G-O-R-E, Dara be, would not be i R. I'd this be running episode. this episode. Dara would be back not in the house here. doing nothing. Absolutely. And it not would have here. to be unedited because Dara wouldn't listen to it. Nope. Raw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this one is actually G-O-R. And it's based on the now I'm gonna pronounce this correctly if it kills me. Gorean. Subculture
0: of BDSM. Yeah, we had to we had to Google that yeah. with the sound.
1: We had to get a pronunciation. Because
0: I said it was uh, Gorian, and you said it was. I've always
1: pronounced it Gorian because yeah. Gore is the name of the books, so that just made linguistic sense to me. Welcome to English. Yeah, no, English is stupid. We've established this. Yeah, I was a fucking English major, and I know English is stupid. <laughs> I took a fucking <laughs> linguistics class. English is stupid. Did I ever tell you what my final project was on in my linguistics class? I'm afraid to ask. We had to do an etymology project, which is not about bugs. That is entomology. Well, no, because
0: you wouldn't have done that.
1: Nope, I wouldn't have been anything near that. But etymology is like the origin of words. I did mine on the word "suck."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't. I never told you that. No. I should give you the actual, like, the actual um, PowerPoint because it was hysterical. Uh-huh. I said things that suck. Vacuum cleaners, something else, and or mosquitoes, people? mosquitoes, yeah. and Bella Lagosi. And no one got it. Bella Lugosi's a vampire. The like the original fucking Dracula. That made total sense to me. I know, but nobody else got it. Well, the teacher did, but like Thank no God. one else got it.
0: Stupid people.
1: Right? And then I said, things that you suck. And it was like crawfish, straws, and lollipops or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I got into the whole, you know, it's originally fellatio, but did you know that suck and blow are the only words in English that are both a- both synonyms and antonyms?
0: Yeah, Well, I mean, they are. I can totally see that. I think it's- Because you that- suck as part of a blow job, so they're synonyms.
1: Yeah, but that blows, that sucks are also synonyms. Right. Anyway, I'm weirdly into this whole shit, but tangent- ah!
0: I am not going to yuck your yum.
1: I like words. To your face. I like
0: words. What can I say? Yeah.
1: Some people there found this interesting. All right. So, the reason I wanted to do this, but, uh, also, trigger warning slaves, just so you know. Um, that was done. fast. Okay. There is slaves in this episode. You might be triggered. Don't listen if you don't want to hear about slaves. Okay. Is that better? Okay. Okay. Insincere, but okay. I'm really hyper. I know. Why? You weren't a second ago. In your episode, you mean, about the bodily fluids and the... Yeah, that one. Yeah, this one doesn't have that, so I'm okay. Oh, okay. Also, I get to do a fucking episode, so I'm really excited about it. All right. Also, it has to do with a book. I'm not going to yuck you, I told you. Okay, not to my face. Not to your face. Yeah. I'm going to get a a special recording later to say, hey, throw this in there. And it's just Robert going...
0: Oh, I don't feel that way about this. It's more like just... Uh, wake me up when we're done. Okay.
1: So I got this idea because I'm in the middle of doing like this massively long project about uh, fantasy books Mm -hmm. and we're reading them and we're going to do that for my birthday. So there's your teaser about BDSM in fantasy. I thought about doing this one, but it's one of those books that I didn't really want to subject a whole bunch of people to, to read it for an extended period of time and then discuss it.
0: Well, this also brought in a lot of people to the lifestyle. And if we already discussed Secretary and Fifty Shades, Shades. then it seems only fair we talk about another avenue that brought people into cake. Then we're
1: going to have to talk about Story of O, because that also did it. Okay. Now, listen. No, I don't want to, because I read Story of O, and I read this one. They're so bad.
0: Why are all these books written so poorly? Listen, we survived Secretary. I barely survived that Actually, one. oh, I have an idea. Oh. Let's do a combo of The Anne Rice Books, The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty, and The Story of O because those those both and then we only have to devote half the energy.
1: Don't make me read those. Oh god, they're so bad though. I mean, emotional Anne Rice is a masochist? Pheno- Anne Rice is a phenomenal No, that's a boundary for me. Reading bad literature is a boundary. You survived to,
0: 50 Shades? But I threw it out the window, Rara. Okay, well, if that's what you have to do and talk about it, I have not read, I've tried reading the story of O, and I have read three of the four Claiming of the Sleeping Beauties, most of the time with the what the fuck is
1: this shit? Rah, rah I didn't get through the prologue of the claiming of O. Ew. It, <laughs> all right there, Lucy. <laughs> I
0: have a read it. <laughs> oh my God, though, it was so bad. Rara, I got okay. Okay. You are not convincing me of anything other than we have to do it. The first time
1: I read this book, The Tarnsman, what is it? The Tarnsman of Gore. The first time I read this, I got to chapter 12. And I only know this because I pulled it out of my nook thing and it said, Would you like to start where you left off? And it was chapter 12. I started reading it again for this episode. I think I'm on like chapter five. And I was like, Fuck it. I can't read any more of this shit. I can't. And there's 22 of these
0: books. Okay. We're going to do those other two books. We're going to share an episode on that because we really, in all fairness, need to talk about all the different ways people have come into this lifestyle. You know I'm just going to complain about them and their
1: piss poor writing the entire time. When have you not complained about an episode
0: that was my idea? No,
1: I there's been episodes that I like <laughs>
0: doing. I'm sure of it. Let me know when you remember one. I will look back. <laughs> I'm talking about not the ones that we agreed together, oh. but the ones where I said I really want to do this episode because
1: all your stuff is nuts.
0: I rest my case. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I was supposed to sit here quietly in a hum, and I haven't because I can't. You never do on my. Episodes. I can't. Well, I can't sit quietly. That's. Let's just start with that sentence and go from there. Okay, then.
1: So, like, why is this going to be different? All right, you will like this one because I've actually heard you say this before. I'm ready. So I you want to say you want to say it.
0: I don't even know what it the, is. The very
1: first bullet point.
0: Oh, known as the trekkies of the kink community because the entire lifestyle system is based on a series of books. Yep.
1: I've heard you say they are the trekkies of BDSM before. Mm. Meaning it's kind of a derogatory thing to say or like at least a little bit insulting because, you know, calling somebody a trekkie is supposed to be insulting. Now I am Trekky.
0: Listen, Star Trek is the reason we have a lot of the technology we have today because they in, they had it in the Star Trek world as fantasy and people went, that's really cool. I want to do like, like the communicators. Yep. Phones. Okay? The <laughs> whole um Oh, what's the the tra- the way they transport. The transporter? Yeah, the transporter where you can just turn into dust and reappear. They've well, already been it's working molecular, on that. Yeah, they've been working dust. they've been working on that.
1: Yes, I know. They did
0: it with like an apple. Yeah. So, you know,
1: I think it's cool. I mean, I love it. Um, I'm a huge nerd like that, though. So I think this will appeal to my nerds. Okay. But at the same time, it's like not well received, I should say, in the kink community as a
0: whole. Well, what I'm fascinated about discussing and learning about in this episode is, at least from what I've seen, a lot of the people who describe themselves as gorean do so in a way as if to say i'm better than you because i'm gorean
1: and i know why they think that because it is so first of all it's a fucking totally made up system by this guy sounds like scientology yeah it's a little bit scientology and that's probably why It's looked down upon by the majority of the kink community, Mm -hmm. but you know, you always got to make yourself feel better about something, but it's because of the high protocol aspect. Yeah. High protocol is what a lot of people associate as with true BDSM. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the whole mentality comes from because it's a very, very hierarchy and high protocol based. So more master slave? Very much master slave. All right, let me get into the book part, and then we'll get into comparing it to the lifestyle part. Okay. Um, Because you need a little bit of background on the books in order to do this, besides the fact that it is the shittiest fucking writing. And I do have commentary, because it wouldn't be me if I didn't comment. I thought
0: we've already been commenting.
1: Oh, no, I've got more. Oh, okay. I wrote down specific reasons why it's shit writing. Okay. Okay. So it's... Gore is the name of the fictional planet that forms the backdrop for John Dorman's ongoing series of fantasy novels. Like I said, 22 of them uh, called The Gorean Saga. And it starts with The Tarnsman of Gore. And that was written in 1996. So that gives you a oh, little... Oh, you mean
0: 1966? Yep. You said 96 that's confused me. Mm, that confused oh me too. Oh my god, so 1966. I'm 1966. I'm older than that.
1: Yeah, but that's why we're saying that it brought people in to the lifestyle yeah. because people read this and then okay, so this did not start out as a whole thing where this is what you should do to base your lifestyle for this it's is just fiction. It's fiction. It's just this guy's imagination. It's his philosophy on, you know, how I not even his philosophy on how the world should
0: be. It was just it's a, a fictional a literal world. Fantasy. It was a fictional world he created. Right.
1: And people loved it. Yeah. And they took it and ran with it. And here's why I said 1990 something. Yeah. Because it's in the 90s that this actually became a kink lifestyle. It took that long. So 30 years before it. After. 30 years after it was written, it became a more prevalent lifestyle. Huh. Because of the, the internet. internet. God damn it! That shit just spread everywhere,
0: like a venereal disease.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just called an entire lifestyle system and kink a venereal disease. (laughs) Do you realize? (laughs)
0: Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Oh my god! You're gonna piss off the Koreans, and we're gonna get so many comments. (laughs) All five of them. Oh my god. I highly doubt we have a lot of Koreans who listen to us. We're I don't not so exactly either. Korean material.
1: No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, it's um, one comment that I found online, like a review of the book. And it, this review was hysterical because he was like, I'm trying really, really hard to tell you some good things about this book, but I can't. And it was just it was the fucking funniest review. And it said, the series is famous, or perhaps infamous, for its extremely prevalent themes of male domination and female submission. Rah, rah.
0: Yeah, they're really not going to like us then. No.
1: So here's the problem with it. are not the problem. Here's here's Problems. the connection. Yeah. Well, besides that. No, here's the connection. Remember how we've always been trying to figure out where the shit came from? Why it is so prevalent in kink and in pe- even in vanilla people's minds? about why it's always male, male dom and female sub. Mm-hmm. This is part of it because yeah. these are
0: hugely popular books. I had never heard of them. till so I was already well established in the lifestyle.
1: I, st- I actually read this book. Bef- well, okay. I can't say that
0: because you've been, you've been, I've been in the lifestyle since
1: I was 19. Um, So 20 years I've been in this lifestyle. I think I might've read them because they're a fantasy book and that's my genre. Yeah. So that's where I just picked it up. So you'd also be interested in knowing that these are not erotic novels. Then what's the point? At all. There's no sex? Okay. You were talking about how Fifty Shades of Grey is a romance book that has BDSM components. Yes. This is a fantasy book that has BDSM BDSM. components. Okay. But it doesn't have the sex part.
0: Um, Then I ain't reading it. You... Well, you wouldn't like them anyway if there's no sex i don't understand the point there's
1: there is none. no nope. well you so do you have any slave fantasies at all nope okay so you're definitely not <laughs> reading these books but for people with slave I not, fantasies i would
0: not do well as a slave nope me neither Way Prin- princesses too much. don't make good slaves
1: Mm-mm. All right, so here's where I get a little bit of my running commentary shit all right, in I'm here. So
0: I'm comfortable. I got a cup of coffee. Go for it. Go. For,
1: okay, here we go. The premise of this book is mild-mannered lecturer, Tarl Cabot. First of all, his fucking name is Tarl. <laughs> no. no. And he's an Earth person. And then there's another guy on the planet also named Tarl. It's like, can you fucking come up with any other names? Really? You're calling this guy older Tarl because your name is Tarl, so we don't get confused. Call him Bob. Call him something other than Tarl. Come up with a different name, stupid. Anyway, this guy is super boring and uh it's the the humility of the character is super in your face and he has the world's biggest good guy syndrome. And it's like, can you, can you not? He's like, I abhor this entire system and I'm going to single handedly free all the slaves on this planet because slavery is bad. It's like, dude, your humility is like really not. It's very forced. Social justice warrior. No, not even that. He's not going around and, and picketing against it and like going against everything. He becomes a warrior, which he does in like, I don't know, three days. He learns the language, which again, he does it. in I don't know, like three days. It's real and well, it's he's fantasy, yeah, and he's like the world's greatest tarnsman, which is like these bird dragon things that you have to you you know the scene in in um avatar blue People movie where I've he has only to seen go, it once, okay, well, yeah. he has to go up and he has to get one of those lizard things to ride, mm-hmm. and it's like, how will you know which one is mine? It will try to kill you. That's that's the tarns, and gotcha. they try to kill you, and the only thing they fear is this, well, this part I liked, was this kind of like electric shock stick called a tarn goad. And of course, he's the master of it immediately. Okay. And he gets like this big, fierce dragon bird thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's really fucking stupid, and he's a Mary Sue. A Mary? Well, I'm sorry, what's a Mary Sue? Okay, people that read other kinds of books other than fantasy understand what a Mary Sue is.
0: I read books other than fantasy, and I don't know what the hell a Mary Sue is.
1: Okay, a Mary Sue is a normally female character. That's why they call it Mary Sue, instead of Leonard alone Joe Bob. And she's good at everything. She doesn't understand that she's pretty, but she's actually gorgeous. She gets all the guys. She's an amazing fighter, an amazing cook, an amazing dancer, an amazing at sex. She's just amazing. Okay. That's a Mary Sue. She's just awesome at everything
0: naturally, and it's stupid. Gotcha. See, in the in the romance world we just talk about the people who are too stupid to live (laughs) that's yeah
1: so anyway tarl cabot is abducted by a ufo during a hike which by the way he's never hiked in his entire life he's like from bristol england which is a city and he just randomly decides to go on a hike and then he gets kidnapped on a ufo and he wakes up on gore which is an earth-like planet where the men are warriors the women are sex slaves and a mysterious race of priest kings which actually turn out to be like bugs i think in one of the books they're like these weird insect creature things they use superior technology to keep the world in check so the greatest weapon they have is the electric tarn goad and it's only the what the electric tarn goad you weren't listening when i was explaining that i i it's a shocky stick thing for the lizard dragon bird things that they ride okay yeah and only the warrior class can ride them Okay. Because only the warrior men can have the balls big enough to ride them. And, of course, Tarl Cabot gets one because he's awesome. That's my problem with this book. And plus the fact that every single woman is described as beautiful. That's it. There are no other descriptors. Hair color, eye color, beautiful. That's it. Get a fucking thesaurus, Norman. You're a little angry. I don't like bad writing, okay? If you're gonna write, fucking do it right. Haha. <laughs> All right, so anyway, let's get into the actual things. The followers are called lifestyleists or lifestylers, not to be confused. Interesting term. Exactly. Not to be confused with kink lifestyle, apparently. So these people brought some aspects of Korean from the book culture into their everyday lives. And in some cases, they even celebrate Korean holidays or they measure time by Korean parameters in the books. I do have to admit one thing that's pretty impressive about this is the world building was really good. I, I enjoy a good world building in fantasy. That's probably one of the things that I like most about fantasy or sci-fi and he really, really did a good job fleshing that out and putting in a lot of culture. He's just really bad at it, at the writing part. If he had been a better writer and actually like worked on that aspect of it, they probably would have been good books. But, I, you know, whatever. A bunch of the, well, I, I looked on a lot of these blogs and websites dedicated to this. And a lot of them that pursue it as a lifestyle don't actually consider what they do to be BDSM. They don't really consider themselves to be BDSMers. What do they consider themselves? It is considered part of kinky culture, but it's not actual BDSM, which I don't Uh understand. I don't understand why that would be because master slave is part of BDSM, right? Uh, That's my understanding. And they are huge master slave that is like, the basis
0: of the culture. I, I in the t- conversation, remember we had about kinky versus BDSM. Mm-hmm. stuff. So somebody, and now that it's starting to make sense, they must come from the Korean world. Cause they said, not everything that's kinky is BDSM. And I didn't understand them. I don't either. I don't get it because to me,
1: kink is the umbrella term. BDSM is a little bit more specific, but with this SM slave master, Wo- I don't get, I don't understand. Somebody who's in the Korean lifestyle, please, for the love of God, explain this better to me. Please. I don't get it. I want to understand this. One of the things that I read was because, uh, they can, okay. So they consider BDSM scenes, right? We do scenes in BDSM. They're more 24 seven TPE. Okay. So so is that not scenes then to them I mean, I, they don't consider it a scene, which is why they consider it a lifestyle. It is like their okay. entire life they don't do scenes. it's constant but again, I don't see that as being any different than a twenty four seven t p e s m relationship without the gorean calendar i don't I don't understand I don't, but I'd like to I really would. In all of this research, I didn't get as much from the Korean perspective as I did from people who also researched it and talked about it. I wasn't finding anything written by a Korean. Mostly because, like, I found references to stuff like that, but I didn't actually read them because most of it was in, like, Second Life, which I don't play. So, what, Second Life? I don't know how to Another explain one of those Second g- in Life. One of
0: those games?
1: Yeah, it's a massive multiplayer worldwide oh, game. Oh, I don't play those. The multi- it's very immersive. MLM. No. MMO. MMO? Massive multiplayer online. Oh, wow. MMO. Okay. MLM is the,
0: the pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. All
1: right. So like I said before, the book is not erotica. It is not like Rara's romance text. There's very, I
0: a point, that, very, very
1: little actual sex in it. And even when there is, sad. it's not described the same.
0: That makes me sad.
1: Well, we already established that you are not going to be into this book. Yeah. In this book, the men are almost always the powerful warriors. And the women are almost always The proud but achingly submissive pleasure slaves known as, I bet you don't know this word, Kajira. Actually, I do know Kajira. You did? I do. I've heard
0: people talk about um, Kajira. But there's also, there is a word for when the man is the Kajira. So it's not just women. But yes, I- That's why I I said almost. Yeah.
1: So like, there is a lot of, um, there are free women, but their freedom can be revoked at any time and they can be forced into slavery- there are what they call the panther girls who live outside of the city states and are like you know, just kind of out there and very primal. Okay. And even they can be captured. And then there's the, the ones that are bred to be slaves. That is like their entire life. They're born into slavery. They have slave babies and they we'll remain slaves. I mean, not that sexy when you really think about it. I know. But. In the context of the fantasy
0: world, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure when he wrote this, he meant it to just be a fantasy world. I'm sure, did he really mean to start a whole
1: movement? I don't know, because 19... No, he did not. However, right. he wrote another book later called Imaginative Sex, which was a lot more of an instruction manual. I, don't, I didn't get the year because I just completely glossed over that one, yep. but I just remember it from the research. So the Korean Lifestyle... Focuses on the master slave dynamic in sexual relationships and associated forms of female subs. Su- 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 <laughs> z- yeah, that word. Sazizen, as portrayed in the novels. They actually have positions, and each position has a name.
0: It's a slave position. Slave
1: positions. Yep. Like, but they're, it's not like it's a fantasy name for it it's not like position one position two it's not like waiting position inspection position it's like nord i'm sorry what n-o-r-d i couldn't even say that with a straight face i didn't (laughs) i feel like i'm making fun of this way too much and i'm gonna get in trouble but like i can't the book was that bad
0: look here's the reality we're judging we know we're judging
1: Aren't we supposed to be really non-judgmental and kind of like above that in this podcast?
0: All right, something to strive for. Yeah,
1: you can always strive for something. Yeah,
0: like you haven't judged.
1: Listen, listen, Linda. Anything I with, anything with liquids. Yeah, no, that I can't. But that's because it's a massive turnoff to me. Like it's it's actually sickening. So there's a huge difference because that's a big fat fucking boundary for me. Mm-hmm. This isn't so much a boundary for me as I find it interesting and I love learning about it because it's a culture. So, like, I could have done this for my anthropology class in college. That would have been interesting. <laughs> but, all right, any questions so far? Or are you just kind of like, what the fucking at this point?
0: I, my, my my question, I have one question. Yes. And it's pretty simple and we'll probably never get an answer. And I can ask it now or later or constantly. Knock yourself out. Why? Oh, I have an answer for that. Oh. It's in there. Okay.
1: it It says, you may be asking... If the why would people want to do this? See, it's like several paragraphs. Okay, I, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> you know me; I'm not patient. Go ahead.
1: You're also not paying attention to my bullet point.
0: Hello, Karma. Mm-hmm. Karma's a bitch, and her name is Rara. <laughs> but then her—it's not Karma; it's Rara. <laughs> I'm Rara Karma. Karma, Karma, Camelia. I was
1: gonna do that, but I was trying to figure out how to do Rara with it, <laughs> I, and it
0: wasn't no. working.
1: <laughs> Rah rah rah, 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 rah Camille. No, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Okay. Back to the book for a second.
0: If I must, okay.
1: We must. The humans in Gore actually revere nature. That's why they take they take care of the environment. They take care of the living creatures in it. And, and that that's includes good. Everybody. That's good stuff. Right. So <sighs> that's that's why the whole master slave men are the big strong warriors and women are the weak little sex Uh providers comes in they live according to john norman's version of nature Uh uh-huh goreans don't ignore their primal instincts desires needs they even appreciate the animalistic aspects of being human so there's a little there's a in the lifestyle there's a very very strong hierarchy it puts everyone in their rightful and quote natural place Rara's looking pissed off already.
0: Uh, no, I I've, I've just I've you know I've I've been with people who feel I should observe my natural place. And my feeling is my natural place is my foot on your head. Or on your dick. Yeah, no. Even my tiny feet are bigger than that. On their head. Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't I don't want to get political, but it sounds very modernly political right now.
0: Look, I, I come from a very matriarchal society where the women are in charge. And it's... Listen. Which is why I always joke, if I wanted a dom, he has to not be Jewish. Um.
1: I'm Hispanic and Italian. There's, there is very stereotypical gender roles in both of those cultures. I'm not... I like to play act those gender roles when I do the 1950s housewife thing. I do enjoy that. But at my core, that's play acting. Yeah. So
0: when I hear about my natural place. Mm -hmm. No, that's not my natural place. No. My natural place is on a throne with everybody else worshiping me. That's what should happen naturally. Or on a chaise lounge being fed grapes. Well, that's my throne. (laughs) I didn't say that my throne had to be like a chair, a Game of Thrones throne. Oh, but you wouldn't
1: your flat fucking ass would not be able to rest on that.
0: I would be very uncomfortable Mm -mm. and I would look so tiny in that huge thing. Except for your tits. Those would pop. Yeah, but no, that's that's my place naturally. Yeah, I don't.
1: But that's that's what they believe in the book. The slave women are much happier than those who are free because an enslaved woman is forced to be what she really is. A woman.
0: Excuse me while I go puke.
1: Hmm. I knew you wouldn't like this part. According to
0: according nah. to Norman's
1: philosophy, the submissive role is natural for women. Again, Rara, nineteen sixty six. Well, that's what think I'm gonna about tr- when this man. That's grew what up. I'm going
0: to try to remember. That in sixty six, I mean, the whole women's movement really didn't take off fully till the seventies. So yeah, I, I get, gaining massive speed in the eighties and, and and think and in sixty he it was published in 66 he probably wrote it in 65 and he was probably already right in the 50s how old he was and when he about, wrote you know, it his mother
1: was a 1950s probably housewife i mean i didn't probably earlier his background earlier but, because he yeah. was
0: probably born figure he's probably 30 give or take in 66 at least was, yeah i don't know uh, what, what, I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'm okay. going to look it up because I am um, so curious. Back
1: to the books. Uh, male domination awakens female sexuality. So they're not really all that sexual before the the male dominates them into it. So when she is enslaved, she finds herself in a place that is in harmony with her nature. And for that reason, being dominated makes her feel fulfilled and free. That's John Norman's um, masturbatory fantasies right there. Going back to lifestyle, the Greens believe... Okay, he was born in 1931. Oh, that... Oh, my God, you nailed it. So in 66,
0: he was literally 35. Yeah. Nailed it. So I see how in his world... Mm-hmm. So he was in his 20s when he started, in, the fift- yeah. in, in, in the 50s. That's what he grew up with. Mm-hmm. It makes
1: sense in that context. But the problem is, is that they
0: took that and turned it into a quote unquote type of law. This is how we should live.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not really sure that Koreans really believe that that's the natural order because it is consensual. They don't just go around and kidnap women and turn them into sex slaves. That's I mean, that's in the books. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the lifestylers don't do that. It's all consensual. There was an actual case in England, I want to say in the 80s, 80s or 90s, it was a while ago, where they said that it was a cult leader who had convinced all of these women to be his sex slaves. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it wasn't really, it was just, they were Gorean, polygamous Gorean house. And they volunteered to do this. It was all consensual. But, you know, back in the day, they were oh, my God, it's a cult because that, you know, devil worship, all of that. Yeah. Because 80s. But now we would look at it and be like, okay, you and me would look at that going, uh, no. But again, it comes down to choice. They chose that. The women who become the Kajira chose that. Mm-hmm. There are women in Second Life who get Kajira costumes for their characters and do the dances and do the slave
0: poses. And that is how they want to do this. I saw a lot of videos. Sorry. No, I'm just now that I went down this rabbit hole now that I was looking up and there's um, this whole thing about and and, uh, I can save this for where you want me to talk about it. But there's this whole thing about the misconceptions of gore from this group that wants to bring gore back to the way being.
1: Yeah, I know exactly where to put that. Okay, so I'll um, I'll hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that part because I was trying to look for that specifically. I mean, I think I have a little bit in here, but if you found more, that'd be great.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole long thing. So, so yeah.
1: gu- the Korean slaves, though, it's not just about pleasure. There's OK. So there's different subsets of Korean slaves in the books. You've got the ones that are literally just passion slaves. They're only for sex. You have the um, you have women, free women also own slaves and they're like house slaves. There's the kitchen maids, people. There's the cleaning people. There's the ones that are like, um, I guess they would be the equivalent of the the ladies maid. Okay. And it's like, you know, status within slavery uh-huh. for that. But all of them, every single one of them is also of use for sex. It doesn't matter what kind of slave you are. You are to be used for sex. Um, however, the lifestyle women, they have to be... Other than for sex, they have to be able to cook, clean, dance, talk, move properly. They actually more appreciate the intelligence. It's kind of like what you were talking about in the Who Cow episode, mm-hmm. the pampered pet. Yeah. This is pampered pet.
0: So in their instance, the the slave is still worshipped
1: in, in their own... Not necessarily worshipped, but well taken care of. Okay. They're not, they do get whipped. They do get punished. You can be, I don't know, the word isn't incarcerated, but put in a cage. Okay. Um.
0: But they're also very well taken care of. Gotcha. And you have to be able to have like an intelligent so, conversation. They're treated more like their prized possession versus worship. Like so. It,
1: like a very expensive like a car. <laughs> yes, a very expensive car that you put lots of time and energy and work into. You polish it. You spend time with it. But you also fuck in the back seat.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Lots and lots and lots of training.
0: I would imagine you'd have to be. Oh my gosh. If there's all these expectations of how you are supposed to behave, you should get trained in it because it shouldn't be fair for them to have uh, an expectation of behavior if you don't know what it is and how to do it. So
1: that's where the whole, th- why would you want to be a part of this comes in? Because I know a lot of people are asking, I've just spent 40 minutes dissing this whole thing. Yep. I actually understand this part though. In the book, the men of Gore don't respect their slave girls, but they still cherish and admire mm-hmm. and even love them. Yep. So I'm I'm pretty sure, even though I didn't get too far into this, there's a comment that Tarl Cabot's father made mm-hmm. about I shouldn't or she was the last one, I shouldn't have let her love me like that. Hit Tarl's mother was obviously like one of his kajiras. Right that he's a left on earth or whatever. But they find them extremely exciting, desirable. There's even a holiday that celebrates female slavery in the book. It's celebrated. In the books, they only want to own intelligent girls. They're not interested in only their slaves' bodies, but every aspect of their characters. So that translates into the lifestyle where the Kajiras, Enjoy the mental challenges of being trained by the master. And again, this fits right into the 24-7 high protocol TPE relationships that we've already talked about. It is a 24-7 high protocol TPE relationship. It has
0: to be. as a slave. It sounds like this is, this is true. I don't know if it's true. This is actual slavery.
1: Yeah, except you can kind of quit being a slave at any time if you're a Gorean. Okay. In the books, you can't. So... All right. it's still about consent if you no longer mm-hmm. consent you don't do it anymore yep so you know how the whole like you like subbing because it lets you actually be free to not
0: think it means i don't have to make decisions i can just
1: that's yeah one of the things that they okay. say that they like about it learning positions learning the commands we also heard this when we were talking to the girl that is the Frisian horse they do their commands in a different language than they do um, when she's a dog. right? And it's the challenge of learning the language, what specific commands it is, what position, being very specific in your posture, they find that challenging and mentally stimulating. Okay. Um, the rules, the protocols, what actually pleases their master, all of that. And then here's the other thing that I found very interesting. There's a Korean saying in the book that they also have in the lifestyle, Beautiful enough to be collared, which is why every single slave in the books is just beautiful. Beautiful. But it's you have to be beautiful. They Mm -hmm. don't want you if you're not. So if you are a Kajira in the lifestyle, you're also very beautiful to your master. So maybe that's part of it. And, And here's the other thing. I don't under, This is where I still don't understand why they can say they're not part of BDSM, because a lot of the positions that they have in Korean lifestyle are the mm-hmm. same in high protocol. OK, there there's not a whole lot
0: of differences. Yeah. As I said, this I've, this is why I very much feel that people who describe themselves as as Korean. Act like they're better, but it's the same thing i i don't disagree but they they do act like um like there's a hierarchy and within kink Mm -hmm. and they're at the top of the hierarchy because like they do it the right way while the rest of us are just bastardizing it
1: yeah no but it basing your entire lifestyle on a stupid book scientology christianity
0: Well, pretty much any religion. Any religion, but but there's a difference between the Bible and a science fiction book. Though there are atheists who would say the Bible science fiction. I was just gonna point
1: that out. You're basing it on mythology. You want to know what the definition? The definition, is? <laughs> for I'm, you to I, say. I, sorry, suck a dash. The definition of mythology. Yeah, it has gods in it. Okay. There you go. Whoops. Sorry. I've just pissed off like half our listeners.
0: Probably more. No. I don't. Or or they're not pissed off. They're just kind of going, yeah, but. I anyway. know.
1: But my mythology is better than your mythology. But legit, it's Anything mythology. Anything your
0: God can do, my can God can do better. Easy
1: for you to say all <laughs> of the time. <laughs>
0: it's all good. Keep going.
1: So it's, it, either way, it's somebody's imagination that people took. And went with it. Okay,
0: now I'm just thinking of Spongebob. Imagination.
1: Accurate. If somebody made a religion or a lifestyle based on Spongebob. Okay, that's what we need. We need a religion based on Spongebob. I thought we already had the religion according to Pink. (laughs) We are making the Ten Commandments.
0: That's true. Well, they don't know that. Because we said that not in an episode but in our Patreon behind the scenes for our patrons. So now you've just given it away. Good for you. You're welcome. We are making the ten the ten commandments according to Pink Kink. There's already some really,
1: really fucking good ones. I mean, I Violet got mad because they started translating it into more like Ten Commandments speak. Uh-huh. And she's like, I already said that. I'm like, I know. I was you didn't fixing say it, it. You know, it's not the right way. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, she said shall instead of shout.
0: Tea is important. It is. I like tea. (laughs) I prefer coffee, but okay.
1: One more thing that Koreans Koreans do that is the same as I should say your more mainstream kingsters is Mm -hmm. collars. Yeah. It's very prevalent in the books. Oh, they also have brands in the books, by the way. So like you're branded a slave and you're just a slave, but the collar can change according to who your master is and it designates you as belonging to that particular master. Right.
0: And that's exactly what we think of a collar as. Yep. Belonging to somebody. Yep. So like, again, I don't see the difference.
1: Okay. So people who practice BDSM often use collars. It has symbolic meaning and significance, right? hmm Okay. There's symbolic meaning and significance to collars when we wear it as a day collar. We might have a different one as a play caller. We'll have a different one as a going out caller and a totally different one as a permanent caller. Okay. Big into polyamory. That's another one. And I already mentioned the whole cult aspect, but a lot of people insist that it is voluntary. So, rah-rah. No. Go down your rabbit hole.
0: Okay. So, I found this web page called gorechronicles.com. Mm-hmm. And this was done apparently in 2001. There was a push to bring back this whole gore books and situation. And so the Warriors of Gore came out actually. That was the last one that came out in August 30th of 2022.
1: Yeah. That's the last book that he wrote. I don't know if he's still writing. He's
0: 91 years old. Yeah. He's a philosophy professor. Is that where this shit came from? Uh Uh-huh. So on this particular web page, this was done in conjunction with him. And it's to celebrate the whole chronicles of gore. And there's a personal message from him. And I thought this was the first part that was interesting, where these are some of the things that he talks about. We did not invent men and women. There is such a thing as human nature,
1: Mm.
0: right? And he talks about let men and women be themselves. And talked about their own natures. But what if the so, nature isn't conforming to your gender roles, Norman? But I think that's part of the problem. When he talks about it, that's those gender norms is what he thinks our nature is, which is how we ended up in those gender norms. Like, that's our nature. So we're just living through no, all that. No, women were just actually forced to be right? in those gender norms. But what whatevs, Norman? Yeah. But this particular one, and I thought this was funny, this is Misconceptions of Gore. Mm-hmm. by somebody named Lemuel of the Builders. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my fucking God. Okay, I know exactly what that's from. That's actually a reference to the book. But
0: sure, go ahead. Okay. One of the things that they talk about is... let so It's they a can, caste system. Yeah. So, you know, one of the common accusations you hear is that John Norman is a misogynist. Yeah. Who advocates the subjugation, physical abuse, enslavement, and rape of women. Yeah. Another common complaint is that John Norman's books are poorly written trash with no literary merit whatsoever.
1: Precisely. (laughs) I see no problems with these comments
0: so far. Well, here is the argument against those criticisms. And I, I, the first argument alone, I think I foregoar. This person's gore. Okay. So this is arguments against the misconceptions. You might need to stand back because if you shriek into the microphone, it's going to hurt everybody's ears. So first they look at the word misogynist. All right. And this is what they wrote. Could a man that truly despises women write loving and poetic passages like these? Human females are such rich and wonderful creatures. Their sexual life and feelings are subtle, complex, and deep. How naive is the man who believes that having sex with a woman is so little or brief a thing As to fall within the parameters of a horizontal plane. The simple stimulations of a skin. The results attendant upon a simplistic manual dexterity. How woefully ignorant are the engineers of sexuality. Like that's the argument that they, he wrote this beautiful thing about women. And so he can't possibly be a misogynist. You want to know what he wrote about
1: women just there though? He only wrote about sex with women. Mm Mm-hmm. So, to him, that's all the woman is good for is sex. Right. So, that's still misogynist. There you go. All right. So, what about the claims that John Norman
0: advocates? I know.
1: Advocates. Oh, is a poet. All right. That's not poetry.
0: What about the claims that John Norman advocates the subjugation, physical abuse, enslavement, and rape of women? And they write perhaps the following quote will dispel those okay. misconceptions. Hold on. Yeah.
1: In his book, yes. Because fantasy, that is allowed because fantasy, I will defend that to, that is a hill I will die on. You can do whatever the fuck you want in a fantasy novel because that is what it is.
0: Well, while I agree partially with this first sentence, so the first sentence says, the fact, of course, that rape is a common sexual fantasy of women does not indicate that women in any general sense wish to be raped. I will agree with that entire sentence except the word common. I don't know how common it is for women to have that fantasy.
1: But didn't, I agree that just because statistic on that somewhere just
0: because we have this fantasy does not mean we want it to be real. No. Right?
1: No one actually wants to be raped. A CNC okay. scene
0: is completely different than an actual rape. Right. So so and that was from Norman. And so he does appear to have a pretty low opinion of anyone that would actually subjugate abuse or rape of women. But then he also writes, for those who grew up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they will no doubt be familiar with the following extraordinary statements. Since marriage constitutes slavery for women, it is clear that the women's movement must concentrate on attacking this institution. Freedom for women cannot be won without the abolition of marriage.
1: I have heard that before
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because it is actually statistically proven that marriage reduces the... the health benefits, the length of life, and the happiness
0: of women, but- Increases it for men. Increases all of it for men. Right. So it's, apparently he has a a PhD in philosophy. He also has a graduate degree in classical history. That makes sense. And it's, I mean, this is obviously a whole love letter to him. And I think the problem is, is, you know, this person obviously thinks this is well-written shit. It's not well written, though. And you would disagree.
1: Well, he also has this really big, like, I use big words. You know I yeah. use big words. I love words. If you actually fucking read this thing, it's like, he he reminds me of Jules Verne. He okay. got a hold of a bunch of big words and shoved them all in the same paragraph.
0: Yeah. I think my problem is less about this poorly written fantasy. Because... I can't say that everything I read is Shakespeare, right? It's not. I've read some of the stuff you read. <laughs> some of it is what I call popcorn books. Check your brain at the door, grab a tub of popcorn, and just enjoy the show.
1: Because let's face it, Twilight, not that well
0: written. No, it's not. Fifty but Shades? I no, don't. Ex- I didn't expect, if I wanted to read. Classical literature, I read classical literature. I intentionally don't okay, okay but for in, in for example, right the fantasy that's great. I read a lot of fantasy books about who cow, as we discovered from that previous episode. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that people have taken this fantasy book and now created an entire philosophy from that and I'm this bu- entire sect of of kink from that i think believing it's real
1: that's the problem if you're truly that much of a misogynist and you think this is all real and this is women's proper place then you have a problem the- if it's if it's a voluntarily semi role play uh tpe relationship that you have both consented to then it's
0: that's not a problem yeah. well and again Even for those who understand this is just role play, we're just, it's the way we choose to do kink. I'm okay with that. It's this idea that somehow they're better kinksters. That I have a problem with. I don't think every Gorean
1: thinks that way though.
0: I've just heard a lot of people, it's so much a part of who they are. It's like, well, I'm Gorean and I believe this.
1: I mean, I feel that way about Republicans. So, (laughs) I mean, you just, it's when you, it's when you take it to the extremes. That's my problem. I have a problem with extremes. Most people do. Unless they're extremely handsome and then I'm okay with Well, unless they're extremely kinky, which Rara's totally okay with. But you notice I'm not. Yeah. I can't do extremes in any very, any shape of it. I can't. I just don't like it. So it's it's looking down on other people because you do kink this way that I have a problem with because they don't do what you do in the way you do it just smacks of hypocrisy. I don't believe mm-hmm. that every Gorean feels this way. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of the reputation that they
0: have. Yeah. Look, I am okay with whatever tickled your fancy that made you go, hmm. I kind of like this lifestyle. I'm interested in it. I have no problem with it. What I have a problem with it is when you can't be objective about it. So did Fifty Shades of Grey get me into the lifestyle? Yes. Am I here telling you, oh, this is this is it. It's all correct. It's all right. It's all wonderful. No, you've of actually course, never said that. I've never said that. I was the first one to say I read it and I knew damn well. Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Let's now go look at the reality. And I never said that the fantasy of that book was not right. okay. What I'm just saying is is that's, I think, so I am not going to judge somebody if they read these gore books and went, ooh, I'm interested. I'd like to learn more. Right. That I have no problem with that. It's just, just don't hold it over my head that somehow you're better because, one, you found it this way versus Fifty Shades, and two, that you live a Gorean life lifestyle and think somehow that's better than the way I choose to kink. Now we got problems. Yeah, but, fair enough. But, yeah, if this is what got you into lifestyle, more power to you.
1: And you know what? I totally, completely agree with that sentiment. Ravra and I agree. <gasps> Mark that on your calendar! What I Because it doesn't
0: happen very often. What I
1: don't agree with is now we have to do the other books that I really, 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 really don't want to read. <laughs>
0: again. Sucker! I've already read them. I don't want to read them again. They're terrible. Well, if you can remember them, then don't read them again. <sighs>
1: I only got through the prologue of that this one. This is where
0: we need cliff notes. Do we have cliff notes for Ooh, those? Can we find cliff notes? Do they still exist?
1: I are don't there know. people
0: listening who are so young they don't know what cliff notes are? I bet you there are. I, I only got through. Hey, Lulu, several... do you know what cliff notes are? I, only got, I got to Google. Hurry up. Hold on. We got to look at this. Okay. Cliff notes. Cliffs. Oh, I. Is it Cliffs or Cliff? It's. Yes. Okay. It's actually Cliffs. Cool. It's the original and most widely imitated study guide.
1: Basically, it sums it up for you so you don't actually have to read the shit.
0: Oh my God, I got through I got through a class in, in my 11th grade of high school thanks to that.
1: Yeah. How do you think I did most of my literature class?
0: Yeah. The only book I think I actually read fully on my own was Lady Chatterley's Lover.
1: <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. All right, I guess I'll add those two shitty books to my list now I'm gonna
0: search it right now
1: okay can I just pause it like stop now while you search or do, you, do I have to keep recording this part while you search it's
0: up to you you you've got the, you're in charge of the button
1: okay bye people okay thanks love you bye thanks for hanging out with us today If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com
0: to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other Pink Kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help
1: support us, we're on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which
0: benefits small businesses and Pink Kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.